What's up, everybody? It's your boy here, Sultan of Strangles, a.k.a. the Kimura King, a.k.a. the Ayatollah of Ankle Locks. And today I'm doing an episode of a topic that I know, unfortunately, way too much about. And I've recently gone through it again, sadly. And that is how to get over your ex. I've got way too much experience in this and I see a lot of younger men dealing with problems that I feel like they could number one avoid number two if it's too late I could help them maybe get over the situation easier because getting over an ex fucking sucks like some people don't take it seriously like look at this guy fucking ruined his life over a girl look at this guy uh, stop doing this because of a girl and the human the human brain works very weird it's like me I have been through some of the most horrific shit in my life I've literally had people die in front of me I've had people who I love and they all kill themselves I've had just terrible terrible things happen to me that I would not wish on my worst enemy and I truly mean that um But even after all that, after this jaded, hardened psychopath that I have become because of my life turmoils, I will straight up get heartbroken. (laughs) You know, like something as, as tiny as getting your heart broken will also happen to me. I thought, you know, by now in this day, in this age... I would just be unaffected by it I thought I just kind of lost the ability to care Or that I was just so cold and jaded to this point That it would never happen again But it did And I would say it was the worst by far In my life this time Um, And Luckily I had steps to follow To get over the situation Because of my past experiences And I feel like A lot of people don't have a blueprint And that's what I want to provide in this episode. And I also want people to know that it's not, you're not weak, you're not a loser, you're not, um, you know, you're not a bitch if you're fucking heartbroken over someone you love. So this episode, I'm going to teach you how to get over your ex. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. So when I was younger, I didn't really give a shit pretty much like any girl I could, um, you know, any girl I met, bar, lounge, school, whatever. I'm like, let's fucking let's do it. Let's see what happens. I was young. I didn't give a shit. But now that I'm an old man, it's like I got my prerequisites. Um, So, you know, in my late 20s, I was like, all right. You know, I have to get super serious about this. You know, I need a girl who does jujitsu. I need her to be passionate about things. She needs to be into metal. She's got to be into history, preferably Iranian. You know, I had my things that I wanted. But then after, after, you know, time went by, I realized if I meet a girl who has everything in common with me, it's probably going to be a sociopath. 
So I started toning down my expectations. You don't have to be in jujitsu. You just have to be passionate about something physical. It could be gymnastics, the gym, whatever. Pilates, yoga, whatever. You don't have to love history, but I want you to be passionate about something academic. It could be anthropology. It could be fucking science, whatever. You just need to be a real person. If I ask you a fucking question like, what are you into? And you say bars, Netflix, like, I hope you die. Um, there was one more, but I forgot. There's music, physical, mental. Um, maybe I'll remember later. But anyway, I have my prerequisites. I, you know, I'll have a beer here and there, but I really don't drink drugs. Not really. Smoking. I absolutely hate smoking with a fucking passion. I hate people who smoke. Uh, both of my parents are smokers, so I, abs- I had to fucking... I was raised around smoke. I hate it. Like, the smell of a cigarette, my lungs will just cease right away. I want to throw up. Um, so those are my prerequisites. And a couple months ago, um, there was a girl who I've been speaking to for a while. But I we actually decided to meet up finally. And um, she smokes cigarettes, <laughs> does drugs... <laughs> and drinks um and um right off the bat i should have been like hey buddy you know use your brain uh this isn't good for you don't meet up with her you're an idiot it's a waste of time but you know covid it's almost impossible to meet anybody um people don't want to meet up because of covid and you know my team had left to puerto rico you know, besides for running my gym, I didn't really see people that often. I was very busy. And I'm like, listen, I'll just fuck it. Whatever. Let's fucking let's meet up and see what happens. So we end up meeting up. And this person who I didn't think I would really vibe with. Fuck, man. We vibed hard. Pretty much. We actually had a lot in common. Extremely, extremely intelligent. Extremely smart. Um, and I realized I learned a lot about myself because of her. Um, the, the way to my heart, man, is to, is if you can make me laugh, I've got very high standards for comedy and what makes me laugh. I've fucking, I've been told by people I'm a very funny guy, but very few people could actually make me laugh. And this fucking girl was so fucking funny. And that was really rare. Part of it was because although... Yeah, we had some things in common. We hated we hated a lot of the same things. Like, we hated a lot of the same things with a passion. Like, these fucking, like, Gary V characters, these motivational people. Hate them. Um, and yeah, we got along. It was, it was I, for the first time, I actually had a lot of fun with someone going on a date. Um, and, you know, things, things happened. And uh, I knew... It was going to end up bad because I'm like, this person had their core couple of things that are that are at their core. Uh, I am very against and it's, it's not going to be good. But anyway, I'm an idiot. And uh, I went through with it anyway. Um, I realized a lot, a lot about myself. But eventually shit got real bad. Shit got real bad. Because in the in the beginning, if you don't sit down and talk like two adults, 
like in the Eastern world, like Iran, I believe India, Japan does this. Like if you want to marry a girl, you don't fucking go out on dates. You go and meet her mom and her dad. You sit down and talk They're like, hey, motherfucker, do you have a job? Are you a drug addict? Are you a loser? And after you talk for hours with their parents, you could finally, you're allowed to even talk to them. Forgot about dates. You're allowed to even see them as a friend. Um, and I feel like if I did that, it would have been a lot better. Like, there's some things I knew that I that would not be good, but I went into it anyway, and I fucking paid the price hard. I paid the price bad because after a while, you realize that these core values, if they're not the same, you're going to end up getting into fights. You're going to end up getting into really big fights. And after, after you've become attached to somebody who you don't have the same values as, you're going to end up heartbroken really bad. So that's a piece of advice I have to give to the younger crowd. So like you can learn a lot from good decisions you make in life and bad decisions you make in life. So look at everything, absolutely everything as a learning experience. So someone like me, I don't even want to use the word progressive because in modern day, the word progressive means uh, that you have to dye your hair pink or purple. You need to hate all men. Anything remotely masculine is toxic masculinity. Um, you have to wear skirts. Uh, if you disagree with you know, the liberal or progressive point of view, you are a Nazi, blah, 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 blah. So that's not what I am. I'm, I would, I guess you could call me like what a progressive was in like 2004, you know, like I believe in equal rights. Um, my mom is an amazing woman, raised me by herself. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, she didn't have too many opportunities. And because of that, you know, me and her had to live a very, I had a very hard upbringing, very tough life. So I always wanted a progressive woman, you know, educated, independent, doesn't need me to fucking hold her hand, tough, you know, um, you know, like a modern day woman, right? I always thought that's what I wanted, right? Um, but this girl, well, I've, I've been with pro very progressive women. I've been in relationship with very traditional women. You know, uh, the old school, stay at home, take care of you. They play the role of the caretaker, mother, etc. And I've also dated very progressive women. Um, I've dated a lot more progressive women than traditional. But for the first time, I met someone who was both. And very much so both. Um, like super progressive, super like independent, uh, highly educated, very smart, but also like wanted me to be the man and she wanted to be the woman. It was probably the first time I've ever dealt with that. And man, nothing beats coming home tired from training, from working and having someone who loves you cook you an amazing dinner, snuggle with you, 
and just play the role of the caretaker, be like a loving wife figure for you. And I learned in this relationship that I really, really love that and that I really, really need that. You know, I'm going to be that's what I'm going to be looking for in the future. Uh, I didn't know that you could be both. And I realized that you can. What I also learned about myself is that um, I always loved freedom. I don't like being told what to do. I don't like like I see a lot of my friends get into these super controlling relationships like, hey, you want to go out with the guys? Oh, no. Hanging out with with the wife, with the old lady, leaving training because of their significant other, just becoming a complete fucking bitch. So just the thought of being in a relationship always just it gave me a bad taste in my mouth. Um, But, you know, what if you found a woman who um, likes that you train, who encourages you to train, who knows that you need time, nights out with the boys, you know? And she she was that, you know, it was awesome. Like if I couldn't meet up with her because I was going out with my students or I had to teach class, just fully understood. Um, and it made me realize that if you get into all these small bullshit relationships, flings, there's no growth. But if you meet someone early on in life um, and you grow together, you could have a very, very happy life. You know, companionship is very fun. Being in a relationship is very fun. Having a woman take care of you is very fun. And having someone to grow with is beautiful. I want you guys to do this test. And it's a test that, you know, I wish I told myself when I was younger. Use this on dates. Um, I will go out with a girl, hot, smoking hot, talk to her all night, chill, movies, whatever. Um, and because she's hot, I will lie to myself and be like, yeah, that was fun. Yeah, I got to spend time with a fucking hot chick. That was fun. But I feel drained physically, mentally, emotionally. I feel tired. I And I just couldn't be honest with myself bro that was a horrible fucking night i got nothing out of that i'm fucking drained mentally physically emotionally tonight made me a worse person it was not fun we had nothing in common the conversation was shallow and stupid you were just trying to get laid the whole time admit that and move on um and i wish you know, when I was younger, I, I had that ability to, to, to know that. Like, I would go out, bro, house party, beer pong. I wouldn't, I was never a big drinker, but I would go to a lot of parties, you know, meet people, blah, 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 have shallow ass conversations, waste the fucking night away. And at the end of the night, I'm like, all right, this is what cool people do. I'm cool. Uh, so that was fun. Going out to a club. Uh, not being able to hear anything, uh, trying to grind with girls, drinking alcohol, getting drunk, which wasn't fun, uh, not being able to move. Yeah, that, that's fun, bro, because society tells us that's fun. That is fun. And then one day I'm like, bro, this is terrible. Not only is it not fun, I hate this shit. If you want to pick up chicks, bro, 
Go to the bar and actually try to talk to someone. Go to the gym, try to actually talk to someone. Try to actually meet people in a normal way. Not at a, not at fucking, I've, I've only been there once, but fucking DJs down the shore, bro. That was the spot back in the day. Yeah, no, it, it ain't happening at one of those spots. Another thing, um, le- there have been nights where very, 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 very rare happened with this girl. I'll go out, not expect much, and we just talk the whole night. We laugh, we joke. I enjoy it. I enjoy talking to them on on the phone. They make me laugh. I learn a lot from them because they're so fucking smart. And at the end of the night, I'm like, wow, that was actually a great time. I feel like I grew... I grew as a person mentally, grew as a person physically, grew as a person emotionally. This girl is so cool. Very rarely does that happen, but it does. But I'm old enough now to recognize that. Now, in my case, you might meet someone who you have a a lot of fun with. That's funny, makes you laugh, cool. You feel like you grow with, but... They are a sociopath and they're going to ruin your life. You know, if, if, if you see red flags, I don't care how cool the person is. You fucking run away as far as you can and you do it quick. You got to do it quick before you get attached to them because I don't care how jaded and cold you are. You will get attached. Trust me. So... One thing that uh, a lot of people say that I never really believe too much is um, white girls love to say, yeah, there's just that spark. And I told myself, you're an idiot if you think that there's a spark. You just got to find somebody who has, I don't know, 80% of the things in common with you. Uh, Not even that, has similar values, values to you and the spark will just happen, you know? But in this relationship, I kind of realized that um, that might not always be true. Because sometimes you just fucking have that chemistry with people. This is, this is, this is a really funny topic um, as a man to even talk about. But uh, affection is very, 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 very important to me. I'm a very affectionate person. Uh, I love snuggling. I ain't gonna lie. I like being small spoon. (laughs) It's the best. And in my past relationships, I don't know if I got a bad luck of the draw. Only a few of them really enjoyed snuggling. Even my cat doesn't enjoy snuggling. Like, I go to my other, my friend's houses and their cats just jump into my lap and they don't move. Like a good fucking cat. My cat... I try to snuggle with my cat. Maybe after a minute or two, he's trying to get the hell out of there. Sometimes I hold him down, but I just let him go. So with her, it's like we're lying down, you know, half an hour goes by. I'm like, all right, she's going to fucking get bored and and, uh, get up. Hour goes by, still hasn't moved. Hour and a half goes by, still hasn't moved. Two hours go by, still hasn't moved. I'm like, oh my God, I am in fucking heaven. 
I just love after a long day, not even Netflix, man, not even watching TV, literally just lie down with someone and hold them. And that's it. Like, that's my thing. And that was her thing, too. And it's very hard to find someone with that level of patience to want to that they, they will want to they will want to do that and there's a lot of other things that you can't just put into words but the chemistry was just there you know um i've literally had the same situation with other people and it's crazy how you could just lie down with someone hold someone and feel absolutely nothing do that with the same person and you feel absolutely everything so that leads me to believe yeah man there is there is a fucking spark sometimes and you you sometimes need to acknowledge that um and when you're looking for someone when you're looking for the perfect person i mean nobody's perfect that's something to take into account i can't imagine being in a relationship with someone who's just not affectionate i can't imagine like the mother of my children just not being affectionate i've I've heard of people tell me, yeah, their parents just didn't really hug them and tell them that they loved them. It was just wasn't a thing. Like, by the way, you fucking psychopaths. Like, calling your parents by your first name. People who do that, I'm like, you're you're definitely going to shoot up the school. You call your dad, dad. You call your mom, mom. You don't fucking call him John and fucking Stacy. If you call your parents by your first name, you're a fucking psychopath. Like these types of things, man. Like very important to me. Now, um this whole episode I've literally just been talking about avoiding getting into a bad relationship and what's what I enjoyed about whatever said relationship, but I still haven't given you guys any advice on how to get over said person so i will tell you everything that i did wrong number one the songs that remind you of her all right so you know while you're in a relationship there's songs that remind you of her there are songs that you discovered while you were with her it may not be about her but you may have just listened to them a lot while you were with her so when you listen to that song it brings back memories and I am a sucker. It's like, oh, yeah, this this song's gonna bring me down memory lane. I know it's not good. I know it's gonna make me think about her. I'm trying to get over her. Let's listen to it a thousand fucking times on repeat. Like that's that's me. I'm a fucking idiot. So what you need to do is take that fucking song, delete it, hide it, don't listen to it. All right. Number two, um, love, whatever you want to call it, is an actual drug. Not not metaphorically. It's an actual drug. When you are with someone you love, your brain releases dopamine. Your brain releases oxytocin. It's a th- it's a real thing. And then out of nowhere, when you're no longer getting that, man, you go through withdrawal. It's really depressing. There's two things you could do here. You can break, see her again, and prolong the suffering out of a relationship that's not going to go anywhere anyway. Or you could just fucking stop seeing her. I I look at it as the same thing as like, you you know you got to throw up 
you know you ate some bad food, you gotta throw up, but throwing up sucks. Sticking your finger down your throat and throwing up is fucking miserable. I hate it. It's one of the most miserable things. I'd rather get kicked in the balls repeatedly. And this is what I do. I go, oh, you know what? Let's just let's just wait it out. Let's just wait it out. Um, I think I'm just gonna get better by myself. I'm not gonna throw up. And then all night I'm just I have nausea. I'm miserable. I prolong the suffering. You see how this is like a common theme in my life: prolonging the suffering. Just stick your fucking finger down your throat and throw up. Block her number. Block her on social media. Do whatever you have to do to never see her again. Um, I've tried the whole let's just be friends with my ex thing. It's my exes who I was very, very much uh, into, very emotionally attached to like that. Those are not ones that you can just um, be friends with, in my opinion. Like, my exes that I really wasn't that attached to, you know, we had a good time and uh, they were cool. When when we, you know, saw we had differences and couldn't see them anymore, I'm like, oh, okay, whatever. Didn't really break my heart. But the ones that I was super attached to, I, I can't. I can't do the whole let's just be friends thing. It just doesn't work. Maybe a couple years down the line when I'm no longer attached to them and don't care, then, then yeah, we can talk, but we're not, we're never going to become buddy, buddy, you know, so definitely do that, uh, this is why you should never date someone in your community, like, uh, especially, like, jujitsu, I've never dated a jujitsu chick because I know I'm eventually going to have to see her here and there, it's going to make me miserable, I don't want to deal with it, it's it's uh it's definitely something you want to avoid i've seen people have to leave gyms i've seen people have to leave affiliations you don't want to do that just because you fucked up one relationship you know what i mean so i make sure when i date someone that if we broke it off there's no connections like we're not gonna have to see each other again and a lot of people make the mistake of not doing that two schools of thought on what to do after a relationship um the most logical one i'll tell you the most logical one first the most logical one would be to not get into another relationship right away you need to take some time for yourself to really understand number one what you want number two what to avoid number three you need to um just heal you know go out take yourself out go out with your friends um do other stuff that doesn't have to do with being with someone find yourself again all right the other school of thought is is the wrong school of thought but it fucking works it fucking works (laughs) is to get a rebound nothing helps you get over your ex better in the short term than a nice rebound um problem is you can't you can't find some you your rebound can't be someone you get into another serious relationship with your rebound should be someone that is just helping you get over your last partner and then you're going to eventually move on i've seen a lot of people uh they rebound with someone who they don't really have much in common with they get into a serious relationship with them 
and the cycle starts all over again. They hurt that their per, their rebound. They hurt themselves, and it's all just one big clusterfuck once again. So, just letting you know beforehand uh, to watch out. Number two, another thing. The worst thing you could do when you're trying to get over your ex is to be alone with your thoughts. Stay busy. You know, the days where I was just thinking too much, I would get into my own head. But the days where I'm training in the morning, um, meeting with a client in the afternoon, training at night, I was busy the whole day, I didn't really think about her. The days where it's just me alone and my thoughts, those were the bad, bad, bad days. (laughs) Um, So make sure to do those things. So with that being said, man, um, hear a lot of people giving their friends advice like, yo, don't get tied down, yo, don't get tied down, just go out and have fun, have fun. I get why people say that, but coming from an older guy like me, when you try to get into a serious relationship as you're older, uh, this goes, this is for men and women, by the way the the quality of picks becomes lower and lower you know uh, when you're younger you got people that have not been through hell and back uh have not been jaded um and by the the good ones usually get married mid mid to late 20s if you wait longer than that whatever's left is the socially awkward nut jobs the divorcees The people who were fucking abused by their spouse. And then people like me who were just so busy and had their head up their ass with their business and stuff that they completely forgot that, hey, the whole point of life is to, you know, get married and have kids. Those people. So don't become that person. Definitely go out there and look. Um, don't, Don't waste your time fiddling around. Get on the horse and start looking but look for the right person if you heard listen to this podcast don't get involved with the wrong person because you will regret it in the end all right guys hope you enjoyed that episode make sure to follow me on instagram at k-o-o-l-r-a-k my gym at immortals jujitsu my podcast at rambling with rack and check out the website immortalsjujitsu.com if you have any questions concerns or whatever reach out to me and let's chat. If you want to buy a hoodie or a t-shirt, DM me with your size and I will send you one ASAP. Thank you for being amazing, supportive listeners. If you know of a better podcasting hosting service, let me know because Anchor really sucks. I made this podcast in October and it says you need to wait until you can monetize it and I still can't monetize these episodes. So fuck Anchor. And um, I'm going to be looking at new hosting services. Love you guys. Peace.